You're listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network, your guide to creating consciously. We welcome you with an open heart and soul intention to provide you with heart-centered wisdom to support your amazing life's journey with information about holistic approaches to healing and resources for you to create your ideal life. From vibrant health and nurturing relationships to financial abundance and joy-filled service, discover your soul purpose and experience the fullness of life on the Heart Healer Radio Network. It's our joy to serve you. Thank you for listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network. Welcome to Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. For the next hour, Eileen will share spiritual insights, heart-centered wisdom, and offer free intuitive readings to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. Phone lines are open now, so call to get in queue at 619-924-9726. That's 619-924-9726. Call now to speak with your guide to Conscious Heart Connection. And now your host, Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the show. It's Sunday evening, and it's been a really wild ride with the energy lately. I don't know how you've been experiencing it, but, you know, when we have these um, astrological events, these cyclical occurrences like the summer solstice, and new moons and full moons and equinoxes, they can wreak havoc with our energy systems from time to time. And I think that depending upon where we are in our journey will depend upon how these things are feeling to us. So welcome to the show. I am Eileen, your host, affectionately known as the Heart Healer. And we gather here every Sunday night at 7 o'clock Eastern time to share some heart-centered wisdom and to also offer guidance and wisdom in response to your questions. So for those of you that are in the queue waiting for your readings, consider a one question that would be, and it can be anything, but a question that would help you to either gain clarity or help you to make a conscious choice about a direction that you're considering taking, or if there's an issue that you are unresolved about, not sure how to address it, that would also be an appropriate um, question to bring um, to the show. So for those of you that are new to the show, our format is in the beginning, um, I am um, a channel of the Akashic Records and I offer wisdom through the records. And each week I always ask, what serves the highest good for me to share about this week? And there's a lot of... um, lot going on right now, not just about the solstice energy, but 
particularly in in this country, in the United States, there is a great deal of unrest among most of the citizenry. And I found it interesting that a YouTube video of a cryon channeling by Lee Carroll found its way to me because I did not look for it. It just kind of showed up in my computer a couple of days ago. And what I found to be fascinating was that it was all, not all about, but there was a whole part of the channeling that spoke about the concept of good and evil, light and dark, the polarity of all that is and the judgment involved with it. And as I listened to it, I realized that this was what we needed to talk about tonight. For those of you that are unfamiliar with Cryon, that's spelled K-R-Y-O-N. He is or they are an entity that Lee Carroll channels. He is the he is one of the oldest channels for this group of spirit beings. And Cryon and all of who it is. I want to say he because it's Lee's voice that I've always heard it as, and that's a male person. So we'll refer to him as he, even though we know that that spirit does not embody a male or female um, designation. But they, he is responsible for the magnetics of our planet and our um, uh, universes, our systems. And there is, there is amazing wisdom that comes through Lee from Cryon through the years. And I think he's been channeling him for close to 30 years. And having this concept of good and evil and light and dark, it's, I found it interesting because I choose not to personally consider that type of polarity in terms of good or evil, light or dark. But because we live in, in a realm, this earthly domain is one that has and is steeped in its construction with polarity. What that means is that we were raised with the opposites. Everything is opposites. Good, bad, right, wrong, male, female, yes, no, uh, right, wrong, etc., and so we are, as a species of human beings, healing the concept and the construct of polarity. There's a difference between polarity in ideologies versus the energetic dynamic of polarity. Our bodies require a balanced polarity in order for it to be at its optimum degree of health. Whereas as a species, we are healing the concept of polarity, the opposites. It has served us well since the beginning to have this as part of who we are when we are in these bodies. However, as we are evolving into higher conscious beings ever so slowly as it may be, that concept is no longer a valid concept for the new energy that we are entering into. We are already in it, but we, as we enter into it more and more and immerse ourselves into it more and more, we feel drawn more to 
the concept of unification, of oneness, rather than the concepts of separation. And judgments like the concepts of good and evil, right and wrong, good and bad, are all about separation. And so, to be honest with you, I don't watch the news, but I do always know and trust that whatever I need to know is going to be revealed to me. And for anyone who has been, and I'm sure it's not just in the U.S. or outside the U.S., the immigration issue has been a hotbed of conflict and contrast and emotions and no one is right or wrong, good or bad. It's just a horrendous situation. And so on one level, what I know and trust is that we all co-create our life experiences. And it doesn't matter how old we are. We co-create them on some level of consciousness. So everyone involved with this experience is in it for a reason, So there is a huge part of me that wants very much to honor everyone involved, no matter who or what their involvement is, whether it is someone that is in a decision-making position or someone who is being affected by the decisions that have been made on their behalf, quote unquote. So that's one level of being in the experience. And if any of you have listened to the show before, you know that I will often say who we are being in the experience of our life is more important than what we are doing. So I always choose to be very conscious of who I am being, particularly with political issues like this one. And so when I heard this YouTube uh, channeling and Cryon speaking about the, the, the war between the forces of light and dark or good and evil, what I enjoyed or appreciated about what was shared was that although we have these energetic polarities in our life experience as human beings, the truth is that as long as we continue to hold the space of light and keep shining the light of love on all situations, all circumstances, all scenarios, then the only answer that will come to the surface, so to speak, is the one that's wrapped in love and that is an expression of love. And I know for a lot of people, That's really challenging to hear right now because it doesn't make sense. And so I ask you to indulge me just a moment and consider if light and dark, good and evil are always going to be polar opposites, right? And that because they exist in this realm, we get to see the difference. In other words, how do we see the light if there is no darkness? And so they have a role. They are purposeful in our growth and evolving as conscious beings. The judgment that we put on the situation that is coming to us that 
has to do with this battle, so to speak, is what keeps us attached to it. But if we are able to send love to the situation, then the answer from a place of love will be revealed. For some people, that might be getting involved very consciously in social action, um, but in a loving way, in that way where we are unified, where there is oneness, a oneness of heart, and that the goal is for that which is most humane, most loving, most kind. If we battle something that we define as evil or dark with more of that energy, then we are in the energy of darkness with them. The only answer is to elevate the frequency of the experience into the vibration of love. And for those of you that are not necessarily ones that would choose a social action, getting politically active, getting on a committee, writing your congressman, writing your senator, writing your governors, doing whatever is typically known to be a way to be heard within the political system, and that doesn't resonate with you, trust me when I say to you, that surrounding this situation with love is being productive because by shining light on it, speaking about it from a place of love, honoring all of the people involved in it and surrounding everyone with love. When we do that, we are raising the vibration for all of us. It is an incredibly powerful and constructive way of addressing that which is troublesome to us that has to do with global or federal or local circumstances outside of our own domain. It affects all of us. How can we not be affected? But don't take it on personally, energetically. You can't do anything about it. It is not yours. What you address in terms of social action is a conscious choice towards unification, towards the kindness, the humanity, the oneness. It's an interesting dynamic if we don't attach to it. There's also, and I'm having a hard time remembering um, what it was called, I think it was called The Blessing by Greg Braden, B-R-A-D-E-N. For those of you that are familiar with Greg Braden, he's a wonderful, wonderful, internationally renowned teacher, um, scientist in his background, and just an amazingly awake man. And so there, if you can find, I know that there is a book on Audible where The Blessing is in it. If you Google it, or you um, go on to Greg Braden's website or onto Hay House Publishing, I think you'll be able to find it. It is called The Blessing, I'm pretty sure. And it is a prayer 
that Greg um, describes, it is an old method of praying that has to do with blessing and bringing up the energy of forgiveness to everyone and anything concerned in an experience. And so there's language that goes with it. There's a way to um, connect in with your heart as you do it. Um, I can't remember all the details of it. I remember the feeling of it more than anything right now. But it is, for this situation, a wonderful tool to consider because it blesses the people that are being seen as victims and honoring their role as a victim. There are There is a blessing process for the people that we have labeled as being the perpetrators of that victimization. And then there are, there is a blessing for those that are a witness to it that are not directly involved with it. And so it covers all potential levels of involvement in a scenario. And it can be applied to any situation where you perceive right, wrong, good, bad, Etc. I hope this is making sense. So Google Greg Braden and the blessing, and you'll be able to, I'm sure, find out what it is. And if I remember it, I will. Um, I know it's in an Audible book that's on my phone, um, and I can post it in underneath the show in a comment in the archived recording. And I'll look that up as soon as the show is finished. And if anybody's listening and they know um, of this uh, of this process and where it can be found really easily, um, and you're in the queue, by all means, please do share that when you first um, get on uh, the show for your reading. And so <clears throat> I hope that this this wisdom, this conversation has been helpful to you in some way. I find for me um, the most effective way that I can stay neutral and loving through all of this is to surround the situation with love. And I also trust and know from a spiritual perspective that there is always a valuable opportunity for learning that is happening with everyone concerned, with those involved directly and with those that are a witness to it. And I trust and know that everything occurs in perfect and divine order. And I can't, and I choose not to apply that just to one situation and not to everything. And so that brings me great comfort and empowers me to lovingly support everyone that is involved, including myself as a witness. And so sending love, surrounding the situation with love, surrounding the people with love, surrounding the earth with love, because she is involved with this also. She is one with us. And so everyone and everything, because energy has no boundaries, is affected by this. Whether they live in this country, whether they've heard about it or not, energetically, we're all affected by everything. Some of us are just more sensitive to it than others, right? So with that said, um, I'm going to just take a moment if you'll join me. And at the end of the show, I always do a, a heart conscious connection 
for just a couple of minutes to close out the show. But sometimes people don't hang out in the queue after they've asked their questions. So if you will, just take a moment with me. And if you're able to, just close your eyes. Relax your abdominal muscles and begin to take some nice breaths into and out of your heart center. That's that beautiful energy center in the middle of your chest. This is the place where our love emanates from and where we receive love into. And so as we breathe into and out of our heart centers, imagine the color of the light of love that is you. For we are never separate from love. We may lose our conscious connection to it. But love is what we're made of. It's our essence. When we breathed our first breath in these bodies, our essence anchored into every cell and remains connected in all that divine light of love until we take our last breath in these bodies and transition back to wherever you believe you came from. So let us imagine all of the people involved in this particular immigration issue in the United States and any related country, whether it be Mexico or any other country involved. Let's see them surrounded with love. Just send your love out and imagine everyone involved surrounded with love. Whether you agree with the ideologies or not, we can all agree that love is always the answer. And let's expand that love to anyone, anywhere on this planet that is experiencing war, strife, a feeling of being disenfranchised, feeling separated from that which they love. So imagine everyone on the planet surrounded by love as a gift. Good. Thank you. Thank you for joining me in one heart of love to share and spread more love. Do you see how simple that is? And we can do this every day as often as we desire, as often as we feel intuitively guided to do so. And you can do it on a personal level. If you have someone in your family, friends, business that you're at odds with, send them love. It's not up to you to decide whether it's received. It's just a gift. It's a powerful one at that. I've seen amazing what we might refer to as little miracles when people have surrounded the people that they are at odds with, with love and relationships have shifted. You can't expect it, but you certainly can hope for it and trust and know that whatever unfolds serves the highest good of everyone concerned. 
And just take one more nice, deep, slow breath. Good. All right. So let us now... Um, We'll go for our our readings. I need to come back again. Hold on one second. All right, RJ, if you are able to join us. I am here. Can you hear me? Ah, I can. Good evening, sweet man. How are you? Good evening. Doing fine. <laughs> I'm grateful to know that. Where are we off to for our first reading tonight? Our first Reading is going to go way out, way out to Hawaii. We're going to speak with Bhavana. Okay. Bhavana, welcome to the show. Hello. Aloha to you and everyone. Aloha. How can we be of service to you all the way from Hawaii? Thank you. And um, while it may seem that I'm all the way from Hawaii, Wherever I am, I'm stationed, so I'm sending a lot of love and light from Hawaii through the oceans to wherever of the listeners are. And I wanted to first thank you for the meditation and the prayers and the being in our heart and love and not only personal relationships, but I just experienced that. I'll say it real briefly. My sister came because I had a major illness. That's what I was calling about my questions regarding Am I taking steps for my health? Do I need to see a practitioner? I'm rehydrating because I came from a six-week trip from India, and I was invited to a very poor village, which I loved. And it was a really amazing experience, but because it was so incredibly unsanitary, I did catch a dysentery. Thank God it was showed up my last day, and the next morning I was traveling back on the plane to Delhi, a major city with excellent medical services. I did need to go into the ER, be rushed there for critical dehydration because uh, it was also 120 degrees. And then I came back to my lovely island of Kauai and again back to the ER twice. And now I'm eating, which I usually eat, but very rich electrolyte vegetables and mm-hmm. uh, just healthy small portions of meat and drinking fresh young coconut water and water alternatively through the day. But what I wanted to check in about is that it's been about two weeks since I think I came from the hospital. At 5 p.m., I get completely fatigued and wiped out. I get delirium. I'm a very intelligent person. So what I'm trying now is drinking even more water early in the morning so Mm. that I get most of my water intake because afternoon it's getting hot and humid here. And then I don't go out for more than two or three hours. Yesterday I went out four hours and I was wiped out. But after a good night's rest and going in bed by 5 or 6 p.m., Mm -hmm. I do wake up pretty much better and I just think it's going to take some time. And uh, But my sister did Mm. come to take care of me, quote, unquote, for two weeks. He had never been to Hawaii and was very irate and walls up and angry from childhood and tough girl, single mother. But I stayed away from her because my guidance said, you stay in bed. You're not able to be with her. Separate Mm -hmm. from her resort. Go to your boyfriend's studio where he's taking care of me. And Mm -hmm. I kept sending her love. I didn't know what the outcome would be. I just said, I'm me. I know I can send love. If she receives it, it's up to her. But this is my power, personal power, and this is me. 
mm-hmm. because I think sending love is more about sending love also. But who are you? Are you a loving being or not? And sometimes we're not. But I kept sending Agreed. it. And at the very end of the trip, I did what I wanted to do. She was open. I gave her a big hug and I said, I love you. And she hugged me right back. And she was mm. totally in her heart. And Hawaii worked love. on her. So that's a small example, which is big, about what love can do. And I did it when I worked in a middle school with severe behavior issues children. I was, I was the behavior teacher. I sent love from my heart. I learned this from a, a Course in Miracles minister in the morning mm. before I got to work and in the classroom. And within a few weeks, those same kids who were throwing chairs, screaming F you at me, all became well-behaved children who couldn't get enough of me when I walked in the classroom. That was Understood. very transformative in a small amount of time. But I was firm. So I just mm. wanted to tell the audience I've seen a great difference in my life. And not mm. only me, but the people around me. Because in the end of the day, most of us are hurting for love. That's all. That's why we're acting out. And can we release the wall? We can. It's possible. I Love so agree with you. Thank, Thank you. you so much for sharing that. You are worthy and welcome. So let me just connect in with you, sweetheart, and and just see what I can share with you about your body. Um, are you still having any symptoms in your gastrointestinal tract? That has thankfully cleared out. The only one remaining thing is sometimes I get a cramp from, it's kind of like below my brow line, if there were to be a bra on, right to the lower abdomen, even that's going away. Because it was severe okay. cramping, you know, from the dysentery for right, a while, right. like a week or so. So um, so, so one of the things that I want to say to you is that, that um, part of the reason why your, your energy just plummets by the end of the day is, is also because your body is still undergoing um, a fairly decent-sized healing process. Um, the amount of inflammation that they're showing me you had as a result of the dysentery was quite, when you say critical, that, that's an actually a, a very appropriate word to describe it. And you are lucky that you are as well as you are, to be honest with you. Um, so what I want to say to you is I want to say it's going to take possibly two to three more weeks for the absolute balance of the entire gastrointestinal system to come back. And, and in the interim, um, I, I want to say that whatever you can do that is the gentlest in terms of nutrition, but also to give your body what it needs in nutritional supplementation um, that is the easiest to be digested. Um, there is, there is, I, I want to, I'm seeing this, this product that I know um, is so gentle, but so food rich. Um, and, and what you can do is you can, you can look at the ingredients in it. It was created by um, a traditional Persian physician named uh, Dr. Anahita Jafari, J-A-F as in Frank, A-R-I. Her website is Parsi, P as in Peter, A-R-S as in Sam, I, herbs.com. And the, the product is, is her super meal, which is a greens product. It is so incredibly nurturing to the um, gastrointestinal system. It is easy to digest. 
It is food nutrient rich. And so look at the ingredients in it um, and see if you can, if you want to order it, that's fine. But if not, see what you can um, uh, create or purchase there that is similar to it. Because, because what, what you want to avoid is overtaxing, which you're doing really nicely, but overtaxing your system. And so if there are days that you feel your energy holds longer than others, take a look at what you've eaten in those days. And then take a look at what you've eaten in the days that your energy just seems to not um, be able to hold at all. But it will slowly continue to get stronger and stronger. I want to say you're probably going to feel 100% in about two to three weeks. Um, as long as your overall symptoms of dysentery are gone, it doesn't feel like you need to be seen by anyone, but that's a choice that I cannot make for you. It's something that you really have to decide within your own heart whether it serves your highest good. But there is still a fair amount of inflammation. Um, I want to say where I'm sensing it the most is in the, the back part of the stomach. Um, there's, there's like a line of it through the small intestine, almost like the intestines wrap around. They kind of go back and forth and back and forth, fitting in to the abdominal cavity. This, and there's several feet of small intestine and then, and then you've got your large intestine. And so what I'm seeing is just a line of inflammation that kind of goes through the entire small bowel. So there's, there's like no part of your system that hasn't been affected by this. And so that's why it just takes a really long time for it to calm down. Okay. The, it, does that make sense to you so far, honey? Yes, because I feel it just uh, below, like I said, the brow line and then the right. back of the spine is what my chiropractor has been working on. And she also said it was a shock from being rushed to an ER and uh, with prayer and pos you know, affirmation, mm -hmm. I feel mm -hmm. I was weller than I could have been. Just to also yeah, tell the listeners, because I kept telling myself every day you're getting stronger, even though I was right. so fatigued, I couldn't even get up. Someone had to get me up. But I kept saying it. And I yeah. also wanted to just uh, check in if I'm doing everything the best for hydration, because what I feel best on is a bowl of root vegetables that are soft boiled with good quality mineral salt. And I was taking a supplement like what you mentioned called uh -huh. endo veggies, which is super concentrated with enzymes, veggies, and probiotics. But I got off of that thinking it might be too much for me right now. But I was telling myself, I think you need a superfood supplement aside from eating. Yeah. So thank you, you for that. That resonates. And I yes, think you that do. delirium occurs from dehydration still, which I think is going to also take more time to rehydrate. Um, it's, it's, it's not that it takes more time. Once the dysentery symptoms themselves have stopped, there's really um, the inflammation itself is, is taking up a lot of your hydration. And so, oh, it's, okay. okay, so it's the inflammatory process itself. Those cells and everything are affecting your, your degree of hydration. You're very intuitive. So a question that I would invite you to keep asking is, does it serve my highest good too? dot, dot, dot. 
drink more water, drink more this, drink more that now. And just guide yourself with that throughout the day and the evening. Um, the, the, um, the other thing that I wanted to say to you is that there is, there's a whole emotional component of this that you want to work with your practitioners about. Um, because not only the ER was an, an, uh, an energetic assault to your system, but all of this healing with your sister was also at such a very um, vulnerable state for you was also in there. So I really would invite you, um, because this is heart level, all the way down to the root. It's all about survivability, emotions, heart connection. This has nothing to do with spirit. This is all about you as a human being. Does that make sense to you how I'm languaging this? Very much, because this morning I was working with, I was talking to God, praying and meditating. I said, this is anxiety in my stomach. It's all got to do with survival. And I didn't want her to come. I just thought it was out of the hospital. And I said, yes, come. But I thought she was in the highest good of of being a caretaker. But no, quite the opposite. So my boyfriend caught me right away. And he said, you're just going to stay in my room till you heal. And he's an excellent caretaker. And I said, this is an opportunity to cleanse deep in there any wounding of a root, rooted nature so that the survival in you feels that you can actually survive literally and figuratively. (laughs) I hear you. I hear you. But there is just only so much a body can handle at one time. So when you ask yourself, why is it, you know, why am I still so tired? There's so many dynamics going on at the same time. So if you have a practitioner that you do energetic healing with that can do this emotional work with you, then by all means, If you do not, by all means, please feel free to be in touch with me. It is my forte, and we can definitely do it long distance. Not a problem at all. But that's something that is is an increment, um, um, an ingredient, a part of this that really needs to be addressed. And I see you in two to three weeks that you are really going to be 100% and back to yourself again. Thank you very much. You are worthy and welcome. I am grateful for you calling and grateful for your sharing, surrounding you with love and and excellent healing intentions, okay? Much gratitude and peace to you. Blessings, honey. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> All right, RJ. Hello. Well, we're going to come back on to the mainland and uh, speak with Lynn in California. Okay. Okay. Good evening, Lynn, and welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you, Eileen. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you so much. (laughs) Um, How can we be of service tonight? um, My question is, do you feel or see any good things coming up for me in July? Okay. Any specific area of your life that you're looking to? Uh, well, let's see. Let's see. Well, there's kind of three, but let me see if I can focus on one. Um, okay. I'll go with love. 
I'll go with love. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. It's always a good thing mm-hmm. to focus on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Liz, take a breath or two into your heart center, honey. Just breathe. It makes it easier for me to connect in with you. And so we're just going to ask in general and specifically if there is anything. What, let's not say anything. Let's ask what good things are coming yes. in for you in the month of July. We're going to make an assumption that there's always yes. good things coming in for you. Yes. Let's see what we can. Yes. Let's see what we can connect okay. with, especially yes. as it relates to love or a divine romantic partnership. Yes. Whoa. Okay. So, um, <laughs> have you ever listened to the show before, Lynn? Um, it's been a while, like a okay. several months. Okay. Yeah. Months. So, yeah. so one of the things that you might recall is when someone asks a question about uh, romantic uh, partnerships, um, I often will feel the answer in my heart, and and I'm usually given a, a an image of an energy presence if there is something someone coming in, and depending upon the the relationship of that energy that I'm seeing to your body um, helps me to get an idea of the time frame. But I, so what, what I want to say to you is when I, when we first connected the energy in your heart is one where like, I want to go, you know, just take a breath. And so when asking what that is that I'm feeling and sensing, um, I want to say to you, there's some old stuff in there that from previous relationships that you might want to take a look at and resolve because it's putting a barrier between you and attracting that romantic energy, that divine partnership energy. Does that make sense to you? Can you relate to that? Um, I think so. I think, I I think I can because, um, you know, I have different people that, kind of attempt to, uh, I guess you would call it approach. And I I don't, I'm not really open to it, you know, not all the way Mm -hmm, open, mm -hmm. you know. I'm not really, really open to it, I guess. I don't know, yeah. Um, My sense of it is, to be honest with you, Lynn, that when you consciously address whatever this old stuff is that you're holding, you know, they say we carry our baggage with us wherever we go. Um, So the more consciously you take a look at what those old relationship issues are that are connected to love, and they may not be limited to romantic partnership, because I, I don't see this as being just old partnerships. I see this as being your relationship to being in an emotionally intimate slash loving relationship with someone else. Does that make sense? Um, yeah, I think it does. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because once you resolve that, it's going to open up a whole, um, a whole part of the energy that is you that is okay. going to be receptive. So for the month of July, I'm not really feeling it, to be honest with you, but right. if you do the <laughs> yeah. work, it'll come in yeah. sooner than that, you know, sooner than you think yeah. is, is more of what yeah, I would I say. I kind of felt July was kind of soon because okay. my real focus is like on, 
um, relocating. I've got a lot on my plate right now. Relocating and money, you know, and the money, the more money, uh, the money has increased and the money's, money's looking real good. But, um, yeah. So, um, do you feel anything as far as my relocating? Um, Um, What I would invite you to do as far as that's concerned, because we have a lot of people in the queue. So this is what I want to say to you about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't want to take up any more of your time. Don't go ahead. No, 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 no. I knew you were going to do that. That's not why I said it. I am going to complete this, though, with you. Okay. And you are worthy of receiving. Just take a breath. I knew you were going to do that. Okay. Um, So... So this is this is what I want you to consider doing. It's not so much that um, that I have a lot to tell you about what's going to happen as far as relocating, but but I want to invite you to hold in your mind what you want that relocation process to look like, where yes. it is that you want to go. Be very specific yes. about the details oh, yes. of it. Okay, yes. write it down. Journal it, visualize it, be grateful for it. And as you do that, what I would invite you to do is use the YouTube video that is an Abraham um, channeling called 68 Seconds of Pure Thought. Okay. And use that process to understand the mathematical formula of being very conscious and present in our heart's desires. And how doing it can be more effortless. And it's 68 seconds of of pure Pure thought. Is that what it is? Yeah. If you go into YouTube.com and search the number 68 seconds of pure thought and the word Abraham, you'll see probably a few options come up. The one that I'm thinking of has a woman in the front of it with dark hair and sunglasses. Okay. That's the image okay. that's on the front of it. It's a it's a fabulous tool for manifesting to assist you in that process. Oh. And I, and I okay. feel the more you focus on it, the more effortless okay. it will all fall into place. Oh, but be awesome. very specific okay. about what you want it to look like. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. Yes. You're welcome, Lynn. Have a that. wonderful thank, rest thank of your evening, honey. <laughs> you too. Thank you. Thank you. Blessings. You're welcome. Thank Blessings, you. honey. Bye-bye. Okay, RJ. We're going to stay in California and speak okay. with Anne from Sacramento. Okay. Good evening, Anne. How can we be of service? Uh, well, I would like some clarity around money coming in. Um, a lot of different things going on. I've worked with you and talked with you before. I'm putting things into place. Things are coming together, being led to people in Florida around education. And mm-hmm. And I'm definitely holding that moving will be with, you know, with ease and, and such. But I have really been in a, um, my money flow has really shifted in over the last six months. And what do I need to know? Or I have, I have used the 68 second um, mm-hmm. uh, Abraham Hicks. And probably I was reminded tonight to do it more often. And writing okay. things that it's just, um, I almost 
Well, in listening to the last couple of people, I wondered if there was, um, if I'm blocking myself or, and I also, I really appreciated your prayer in the beginning because I could feel a shift in my body. Um, I'm I'm really feeling whatever, whatever. Oh, I am very grateful as well. So thank you. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so whatever, yeah. What I know is, what I know is that the path that you're on serves you. That that has not okay. changed since the last time we connected. Um, I and okay. I feel I feel strongly about that. So, um, as it relates to everything coming together and the flow of money to you, um, so if I ask if there is anything blocking it. Um, so the consistency with which you have a knowing of it being there is part of the process of it consistently being there. Um, okay. I have no doubt that this path that you've started is what serves you and the money is there and it's there in abundance. So don't go okay. into fear. Fear will okay. literally stop the flow of this process, as it does for everyone. It's not just you, Anne. Right. It happens with all of us. The universe is an amazing um, antennae-rich receptor system. It hears and pays attention to everything. So when we're, quote-unquote, in the flow we're trusting and knowing that everything is in perfect and divine order. We're being very proactive and journaling and languaging exactly what it is that is our heart's desire to become manifest. Everything starts to get into that flow. And then the fears come in and the doubts come in. And if we don't choose the proactive way of being that is essentially in the energy as if it already exists, whatever it is, then we are constantly addressing the thought patterns that come in that aren't supporting it. So part of the process that I might invite you to take a look at is being proactive in the way that you are putting a message out to the universe for that which is your heart's desire. So if there is a certain amount of money that is your heart's desire to be depositing on a consistent basis into your accounts, then that's what you want to keep putting out into the universe and seeing it and surrounding yourself with symbology, you know, manifesting boards, vision boards, dollar bills, hundred dollar bills, checks with the amount of money on it in visual, you know, in, in, in line of vision for you you know, a, a money tree, things like that. If the money is part of what it is, the rest of it is also just about being consistently in the energy as if what you are manifesting already exists. And to do that, you have to be really specific about what you're manifesting. Does that make sense to you? Oh, it does. I was having, um, someone who can introduce me to uh, connect me with the commissioner of education in Florida. I, mm-hmm. I spent probably an hour doing this little 
what is my vision? And somewhere <clears throat> something shifted and I felt it come flow through me more mm-hmm. <laughs> because I kept deleting. And so I, uh, and I, I, I definitely can feel that. And I, um, I, what I have noticed is as things are flowing in that respect and connecting, I, I go with it and then something it feels like pulls me back and I'm aware of it and I keep shifting my energy to stay in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I, I guess actually the question that uh, <clears throat> is coming up around money is allowing it to not be quote, you know, from work, that it can come to me anyway, that it Correct. can come from any source. And I've Correct. had that happen before. And for whatever Right now, I'm just really aware that, like, it's almost connected to being worthy of allowing it to be easy. Mm. And you know how to do that. Yeah. I mean, you've done it, so you know how to do it. So just, just stay in the knowing of it. The affirmative statement of I am consistently depositing whatever the amount is into my accounts, whatever the frequency of time is, doesn't say where it's coming from. So unless you want to know and you want it determined where it's coming from, then that opens up the possibilities for it to come from wherever. And just being consistent in that fear, that niggling fear, you know, just have to love it. Love it and shift it. Love it and shift it. And and I think the other thing that you touched on, Anne, that's really important is being very clear. Having that mission and vision yeah. statement and, <clears throat> and be having it right in front of you so that you can revisit it every day. And journaling every day what it is that you yeah. are intending. Not a to-do list, but intending. Right. The I feeling know. of right. it and right. everything exactly. else. Yeah. <clears throat> With as much detail as you can. Okay. Yeah. What is there? Right. I'm experiencing a lot of fatigue with it sometimes when I have those spurts. Mm-hmm. Is that? Okay. That's kind of, all right. All right. I, I get it. Thank you. I'm very grateful. You're welcome. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome, Anne. You. Have a good rest of your night, honey, and thanks so much for calling in. You too. Thank you. Blessings. All right, RJ, where are we off to? Well, we're going to stay in California and speak with Tasha. Okay. This is a California kind of night, West Coast kind of night. Welcome, Tasha. <laughs> Hi, thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. Uh, my question You're welcome. is, is regarding... Huh? I'm listening. Go ahead. Oh, wait, my question is regard to... I asked about this guy named Sean. I want to know when do you see our... Uh, a relationship taking off or, or us getting close okay Tasha I'm hearing a lot of noise in the background it's hard for me to understand exactly what you just said you said something about a question regarding a relationship but I'm not hearing any of the details oh okay it's um it's about this guy named Sean with no reason you see us getting closer I'm sorry I'm gonna go in the room Okay, let me increase my volume a little bit and see if I can hear you a little bit better. Hold on a second. Oops. Very loud in my ears. Okay, say this again slowly. Okay, I want to know, what do you, when do you see me and Sean getting closer? 
Ah, your relationship with Sean. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. All right. Give me a second. Just take a breath or two into your heart center, Tasha, if you would. Okay. All right. Thank you. We're just going to ask for any and all information on behalf of Tasha that has to do with her relationship with Sean. Just see what we can bring in for you. This is an interesting relationship. Um, have the two of you been together a while? Uh, We've known each other for a while. We grew up together. Okay. That's, you know, it feels more like a friendship, which is interesting, um, rather than a romantic partnership. But there's a lot that you have in common. There's an interesting energy of friendship around the two of you, um, which is not a bad way for relationships to start, for sure. Right. Um, okay. If specifically this relationship has the potential to move into a really wonderful romantic one. I see the potential there for it, to be honest with you. And um, I would just let it go in its own pace. If slow is the way it needs to go, then allow for that. Because transitioning from old friends to something different from that is not always easy in every circumstance. And this one might push both of your buttons if that makes sense. Yes. Okay. So just hang in there with it. The potential is there. Do you want this relationship to be more than friends? Yeah, I do. (laughs) Okay. Do you know if he does? Uh, He knows how I feel about him. Okay. Well, then just be patient with it. It feels like the potential is there, but it's a transitional process for obviously for him more than it is for you. But just hang in there with it and see how it goes. Be honest and true to you as you move through it and don't push. Okay. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. All right, sweetie. Well, good luck with it. And thank you so much for calling. Okay. All right, honey. Blessings. All right. RJ, do we have time for another caller? Absolutely, we do. Let's, okay. uh, we're going to go on the other side to the East Coast now in our time zone and speak with Ellen from New York. Okay. Good evening, Ellen, and welcome to the show. Thank you, Eileen. I'm so glad I got through before the show ended. <laughs> well, no, no problem. How can we be of service tonight? Well, um, I would like to change jobs, change my career, just kind of grow a lot more. I think I have things um, that I can contribute that I can't use in my present position. Do you pick up anything regarding that, or can you give me advice or reading on that? Okay. I feel drawn to nonprofits for you. Um, There's something about that that... um, speaks to me as far as uh, being in community service. Nonprofits generally address some need in the community. And that seems to be an energy that is very much around you. Um, Mm -hmm. You're very bright. You're very bright. And whatever work you've done um, up to now, 
is, is able to be applied to whatever it is that you decide is an expression of your heart. Whatever this is that you're going to move into, you need to be passionate about it. It's, it's a really important ingredient. As, as I hear that passion in your voice saying, you want to contribute more. Um, and so whatever it is that you decide to do, and there are options out there for you, that, that it be something that really makes your heart sing with passion. Um, if it does, then everything that you need to accomplish, everything that you need in order to get involved with it will fall into place with much um, uh, grace and much ease. Um, I even want to say there's something about children involved with this. Um, do you see yourself um, doing something to benefit children? Because I feel the energy of children around you and these are not your children. First, I want to tell you that you're right on the mark when it comes to the nonprofits. Um, okay. That is the sector I'm currently working in and I would like to stay in that sector. Ah, uh, okay. Children, that wasn't exactly what I had in mind. I really had, it was more the environment. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's outside of what I'm doing now. Um, that's all. Do you see whether, I wouldn't mind applying, uh, working with children. Um, I, I guess I can look into that more. I've already applied um, for several. Okay. Just be open to the possibility of it. I, I would I would bring the idea of it or the possibility of it into your heart and see how it feels okay. before you make any change in direction here. Because it may be that whatever the direction is that you're going, that the child part of it will unfold after the fact. It may not be the first step. Does that make sense to you? Sure. Yes. But there's something about children that's definitely connected to whatever your next steps are. Um, and, and I want to say that an environment that is healthy, cooperative, and mm-hmm. heart-centered exists. And I really okay. get a sense that that's, that's what you want to not compromise about, that that's your, that's your goal you know, to work for an organization and with an organization that is integrity, that are heart-centered people, that really respect and honor each other as well as the mission of the organization and those whom they serve. It does exist. Okay. I hang Good in there. To know. Do you, <laughs> thank you. Do you pick up whether anything I've already applied for is one of those positions for me? Um, I don't, uh, Ellen. Um, okay. I, I don't pick it up one way or the other, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. it's, it's kind of a very uh, blank space, so I'm not getting any information about that. Part of this process of exploring for you in terms of what's serving your highest good is being in the process with your intuitive antennae up and receiving, and paying attention. And that may be why I'm not getting anything about what you've already applied to. Hello. Hello, this is RJ. It appears we have lost Eileen's microphone. So stand by. We're going to try to get her back on.
Again, this is RJ. Please stand by, and Eileen is calling back in now. Eileen, are you with us? I am. Good Lord. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm glad that worked. So All we got right. you well, in. You get to play with you get to play with the studio board then. Um, yes. Is I see Ellen is still there. Ellen is still on the queue. I'll try to bring her back in the call. Okay. Hi, Eileen. Ellen, are you, you there? Oh, good. I, <laughs> Ellen, I am so sorry. <laughs> Um, I heard this really weird um, sound, and then I got shoved out of the the, the uh, radio station. So I apologize. Um, and to be honest with you, now I can't remember what I wanted to say to you. Oh, blessings! Um, did, did you hear everything that I said as far as who you are being in the experience? Did that come through? I think so. I think I I got the gist of what you were saying. I really appreciate okay. it, Eileen. Oh, you're very welcome. I'm, I'm grateful, and I apologize for the technology snafu. Good luck with this, and keep us posted, okay? Thank you so much. My joy, honey. My joy. Okay, RJ. How about one more call? Oh, sounds like we have to Oh, there you are. I am here. Oh, good. Okay. So let's take Carmen from California for our last call tonight. Okay. Good Hi. evening, Carmen. Hi. <laughs> I'm so glad I made and it And welcome. <laughs> oh, no worries. No worries. I'm sorry about all the technology challenges. How can I be of service to you tonight? Well, um... I was really debating between asking about money or, or like love. So I guess whichever one uh, resonates the strongest. <laughs> Anything okay. That comes Fair up enough. Or, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Thank Fair you. enough. Um, <laughs> all right. So just take a couple of breaths into and out of your heart center, Carmen. Okay. Let's see what we can bring in for you. are asking for any and all information on behalf of Carmen that has to do with romantic partnership. And if money is connected to that, all the better. <laughs> okay. So romantic partnership is, is um, I want to say, the energy of a present is, is a few... Maybe maybe a few feet in front of you, and it's directly in front of you. So it's coming in, and and what I want to say about that is, as I connect in with the energy of this person, that this is someone that is going to push some buttons for you, um, but in a good way because it's going to be a relationship that's going to teach you discernment very quickly. And what I mean by that is it will teach you in a very quick way how to choose to not be with someone, if that makes sense <laughs> to you. I know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of a, um, a backhanded way of saying that this is not going to be the most loving uh, experience, but it's going to be very worthwhile. 
I think that what's happening here is, have you had a series of relationships that haven't worked out in the last five years or so? Um, yeah, I mean, I haven't even bothered. <laughs> I know that sounds terrible. Okay. But no, it doesn't at all. You know, I just kind of, uh, I was taking on male clientele. I know that sounds a little wishy-washy, but um, I haven't been, uh, like, actively dating, um, you know, or anything like that. But I I met somebody in November, and then, you know, there's somebody in close proximity, um, you know, right now in my life. So, yeah. So, so the reason why I'm asking is is because it feels like whatever you've attracted in the past um, hasn't been the most wonderful match, mm-hmm. but it's almost as if you keep attracting the same person with a different face and body, oh, and it no. takes you a while to realize that. And so <laughs> it seems that this next person, whoever you're letting in, it's going to be this amazing aha that you get that. And it's almost mm-hmm. as if by having that aha moment and getting the lesson, you open up the door to bring in someone that's going to be really wonderful. So whereas the next person is going to be your opportunity for learning, the one after it is a really yummy possibility for you. Okay. Make sense? Yay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, just stay very conscious with it, Carmen, because the minute you aren't conscious, you're just going to keep repeating the process because you have to get the lesson in order to create the opportunity for something different to come in. By getting the lesson, you shift the energy that is you, and you're no longer attracting the mirror of who you're being with you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, then good luck with it, being conscious, <laughs> all right? Thank you. You're very <laughs> welcome, honey. Thank you so much for calling in tonight. You have a good rest of your evening, all right? Thank you. Thanks so much. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Blessings. All right. All right, RJ. Are you still there with me? I am here, yes. <laughs> this All has right, been sweet fun. man. It has been. Thank you so much for um, handling all these little technology snafus that are coming up tonight. I greatly appreciate it and for taking care of everybody in the queue. I look forward to seeing you next week, okay? Likewise. And Thank you. Enjoy Thank your you. next week. I will. Thanks, RJ. All right. We want to thank everybody that's called in tonight. If anything that you have heard tonight speaks to you and you would like to delve into more depth in the issues that you're bringing to the show and you would like to have private time with me, schedule a free strategy session. You can do that by going to my website at Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com forward slash contact. And that information is also in the description of each show if you don't have that written down somewhere. Happy to schedule that free strategy session with you to hear what's going on with you, to get a little bit more in-depth with it and create a plan with you where I can serve you in 
manifesting your heart's desires and getting clarity and clearing out that old stuff that prevents you from manifesting what you desire. And so as is our ritual to close out the show, let's begin by just taking some nice, deep, slow breaths and focusing that breath on the heart center that beautiful energy center that lives within the center of your chest. The place where your love emanates from and where you receive love into. And as you connect in with your heart center, imagine the color of love light or the color of love as a light. Whatever the color is to you is perfect. And as you do, imagine that as you breathe into and out of your heart center and connect with this color of love light, that it begins to expand and grow. You see it emanating from your heart in all directions, like a star having gone nova, light emanating from all parts of you in all directions. And as we, as one light of love, one heart of love, emanate this love light as a gift, we send it down to the center of the earth, to the heart of the mother, our dear mother earth. That anchors itself into the center of the planet and then begins to start vibrating and emanating back in all directions throughout the planet, a gift of love to all who dwell within her. It comes through to the surface of the planet, a gift of love to all who dwell upon this planet with us. And it begins to emanate out in all directions into our atmosphere and beyond a gift of love to all who dwell above Mother Earth and beyond, out into the universe. It flows unimpeded, a gift to all. And take another nice, deep, slow breath and know that the love that we send out comes back to us multiplied. So imagine that love coming back to you and surrounding you and breathe it in. And fill up with it every cell of your body so that you are filled and surrounded with the divine light of love that is you. It is each of us. It is all of us. Good. Take one more nice, deep, slow breath. In and out. And know that you are deeply loved. I thank you all so much for joining me here tonight. I'm Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer, and you've been listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network. Join us here every Sunday night at 7 o'clock Eastern Time for a little heart-centered wisdom blessings and have a fabulous week. Good night. 
plan now to tune in to the Heart Healer Radio Network at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday night for Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Eileen brings her passion for guiding and supporting you toward a loving relationship with yourself and will offer insights and heart-centered wisdom to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. From vibrant health to financial abundance to joy-filled service, your journey can begin with Live with Eileen Gottlieb, Sunday night at 7 Eastern on the Heart Healer Radio Network.